2: Today on the Morning Edition, facing their fate after being convicted of murdering their friend, the sentencing for Denali Bremer, and Darren Miller continues today with more testimonies.
1: Addressing a problem in the Mad Sioux that has impacted thousands. Here what the city of Wasilla says you should do if 911 lines go down again and later. Well, nothing like a polar plunge, but what about when
2: you get the real deal? We've got the story behind this viral video as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up, joining us here on a Wednesday. A real polar bear doing a polar plunge. A literal polar plunge.
1: That's too cute.
0: Probably enjoying some of that water. I know. It probably feels warm to them. Yeah, they
2: love the cold. (laughs) Meanwhile.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're still dealing with some cold across South Central this morning. You can see a live look at... Uh, the Glen Highway and Eagle River, where we're actually still holding on to some areas of freezing fog. Now, temperatures across South Central this morning, uh, about a 30 to 35 degree temperature swing. Some locations uh, didn't cool off as expected due to that fog, as well as Uh, The overcast skies we're dealing with this morning. Other locations uh, seeing those temperatures sitting near zero, if not some sub-zero values. So we're currently at 17 degrees at Ted Stevens with winds remaining uh, fairly calm. However, we are expected to see some peaks of sunshine returning Uh, as we head throughout the afternoon hour. So not too terribly cold for Anchorage, but you still want to watch out for some visibility concerns. Uh, Notice along the Glen Highway as you head out towards the way station, uh, visibility not much of an issue as we start off the morning. So you're going to see kind of uh, as you head out on those roadways, you're going to see that sudden drop off in visibility in some of those uh, harder hit areas when it comes to that fog. So just take it easy this morning. It's just see some improving conditions as we head uh, throughout the afternoon hours. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to uh, the cluster of temperatures we've got across south-central. From 30 degrees in Valdez to 3 degrees in Kenai, dropping to 7 below uh, in Talkeetna. So really, in the areas where we're seeing those clearer skies, it's colder uh, along the uh, inlet region through uh, Anchorage as well as into parts of the valley where we're dealing with some fog. Temperatures actually holding several degrees warmer than anticipated uh, this morning. But compared to this time yesterday, many areas still about zero to uh, roughly 35 degrees colder than what we saw yesterday morning. So colder weather has been spilling back uh, into south central. We are going to see temperatures steadily drop through the day from the 20s this morning uh, into the teens as we head into the afternoon hours. And again, some possible peaks of sunshine. Uh, We have even uh, the possibility for some snow by week's end. I'll have those details for you in that seven day coming up
1: rape, murder, and pornography, those were just some of the disturbing subjects that came up during a sentencing hearing for the murder of Cynthia Hoffman.
2: Lauren Maxwell was in court Tuesday and brings us the latest and a warning. The details of this case are disturbing.
3: Darren Schillmiller and Danelli Bremer have both admitted their roles in the 2019 killing of Cynthia Hoffman. Her body was discovered in the Oklutna River, not far from Thunderbird Falls. Judge Andrew Peterson listened as state witnesses testified that Denali Bremer was critical to the murder plot of Cynthia Hoffman, a 19 year old who believed Bremer was her best friend.
4: She was the main perpetrator, um, the one that was able to come up with the plan and manipulate everybody else into following it.
3: Investigators say Bremer had an online relationship with this man, Darren Schillmiller who she believed would pay her $9 million to carry out the murder plan. An FBI agent who interviewed Schillmiller also took the stand, saying Schillmiller's interests included rape, murder, and child molestation. He said the interview he conducted with Schillmiller was one of the most disturbing of his career.
0: I had never experienced that as an agent, and that was a stark difference from every other interview that I have ever done with murderers, drug dealers pedophiles. Um, you know, I could really tell that that's what is what was going on in Darren's head is he enjoys doing this and that was an a, um, alarming you know, thing for me to experience.
3: The state is asking that both Schillmiller and Bremer receive a maximum sentence of 99 years to serve. Now, on Wednesday, there will be a few more witnesses testifying from the state. And on Thursday, that's when sentencing is set for Darren Schillmiller. Denali Bremer's sentencing has been pushed back to early February. Lauren Maxwell, Alaska's News Source.
2: An update from last night's assembly meeting where the ordinance to rename the Port of Alaska passed. Karen Bronga and Meg Zalatel voted against the move, but it wasn't without a lot of back and forth first. Members eventually voted to postpone the vote to March 5th, but Mayor Bronson quickly vetoed that vote, which the assembly then failed via a vote to overrule.
1: In the end, the Assembly passed the ordinance to rename it the Don Young Port of Alaska. During debate, Young's wife spoke on his behalf, calling him the epitome of Alaska and saying no one will likely be more qualified than him as a potential namesake.
2: He would say, bless you, sweetheart. He stood up for
1: me
2: and uh, and we were a team and he would be very, very pleased and very happy. It was a lifelong dream of his.
4: While I'm proud of the hard work and diligence that has gone into this renaming, I am extremely disappointed that it has taken this long to pass through the body.
3: I personally feel like the port doesn't have to be named for him because he has had a lot of honor so far.
4: I think through all of this, this process as chaotic and interesting and... Whatever you want to call it, it's really symbolic of Congressman Young, because in the end, he got the job done.
1: The state legislature will soon be back in session, and the coming months will certainly be busy. Just take a look at the pre-filed bills list. House Bill 230 would alter how out-of-state experience can count as in-state school experience in determining teacher salaries. House Bill 2022 would Uh, would see the Alaska Permanent Fund uh, take uh, take a stake of potential natural gas from the slope. House Bill 223 hones in on
2: production taxes and royalties relating to the production tax and royalty rates on certain gas. And House Bill 234 would establish a Missing and Murdered Indigenous Persons Review Commission. And we'll take a look at some of the Senate's legislation that is up for consideration
1: in our next hour. We'll also have a team on the ground in Juneau, so look for coverage of this upcoming session here on Alaska's News Source. Now to the city of Wasilla, which
2: operates the 911 call center for the entire Borough, is addressing concerns over recent
1: outages of its phone systems. Currently, Shrek explains the city is confident the issue has been fixed, but what exactly happened and what should Valley residents do if it happens again?
5: It's an essential service that saves lives every day, but out here in the mat recent outages have left residents experiencing an emergency unable to dial 911. It's a scary situation to need help and not be able to get through to emergency dispatchers.
4: The system is designed in such a way that if one server fails, the other one takes over and it has every bit of capacity that the primary server does.
5: A recently identified software issue in Matcom's phone systems has been causing several outages in the Matsu borough, rendering 911 inoperable.
4: There were two calls placed uh, from a, a component within the network, and those calls got rejected by the, uh, the 911 processing equipment.
5: MACOM's communications director, Daniel Stearns, says error messages associated with the rejected calls caused the primary server to fail and the secondary server to kick in. However,
4: and this second server now didn't know how to process that error message, and that server spun up to 100% CPU. Now both servers are out of service, and so is the 911.
5: The issue has caused at least four 911 outages since mid November, with the longest lasting 53 minutes. But the city is confident that the issue has been resolved with SOLOCOM, the vendor provider of MATCOM's 911 handling equipment.
4: A decision was made to uh, bypass from one component of the total 911 network to another component of the network that has been tested to be accurate and reliable.
5: Stearns says his biggest concern now is that MATCOM can build back the public's trust, saying outages like this are an extremely rare occurrence. Now, Wasilla City officials say they do not anticipate any additional outages at this point, but that Valley residents should call the Fairbanks Communications Center if they are ever unable to get through to 911. In Wasilla, Carly Schreck, Alaska's
2: News Source. Coming up, a warning from the American Red Cross, the organization that supplies about forty percent of the nation's blood, has declared an emergency shortage.
1: And when it comes to babies, nearly all people hold them the same way. Some scientific research to back up why that is. next.
0: Still holding on to some areas of freezing fog across south central. Otherwise, weather still remains fairly quiet. I'll have more details on what to expect today. The first sunrise, ten oh four. Sunset 409 with six hours and five minutes.
1: We're back here on a Wednesday. Thanks for waking up with us. Yeah, let's check in with Aaron to see what our forecast is looking like today.
0: Well, we're still seeing some areas of freezing fog across south-central. Colder weather, though, continues to spill back into the state. Uh, wind chills this morning, 17 in Anchorage, 1 degree in Fairbanks. Feels like 42 below in Fort Yukon. Uh, in fact, Fort Yukon may not even break uh, above negative 30 uh, as we head throughout the afternoon hours. Notice as you head through uh, Bristol Bay southwest as well as the Aleutians, warmer conditions beginning to build uh, back into the region and then out towards southeast. Chilly this morning with temperatures or wind chills in the teens and the 20s. Now, uh, fairly quiet still for much of mainland Alaska. We are seeing some light snowfall through the interior Uh, notice we've got an area of high pressure out towards russia one uh, over canada and then as we uh, head through the bearing uh, we've got an area of low pressure so we've got uh, somewhat of a blocking pattern this is going to allow this low to move to the north so really keeping much of uh, mainland alaska on the quieter side outside of western and southwest Alaska, where we do have a multitude of winter weather alerts from winter storm warnings, as well as blizzard warnings. Uh, As we zoom in closer to this, give you an idea of what we're going to see as you head out towards uh, Bethel. You can see snow four to eight inches where we've got that blizzard warning with gusts of 40 miles per hour. And then as we head through parts of the Yukon Delta, snow two to eight inches uh, with a mixed bag of precip. We're talking about up to two tenths of an inch of of, of, uh, ice accumulation, a gust of 45 miles per hour with even heavier snowfall. Uh, as you head through the sewer peninsula where we could see up to a foot uh, with winds gusting to 55 miles per hour. So we're going to be talking about some areas of blowing snow. And then as you head through Norton Sound, snow up to four inches with a tenth of an inch of ice accumulation and gusts to 55 miles per hour. So a significant storm that is gonna bring a variety of uh, impacts from winds to ice, as well as some snow. And uh, yes, even that mixed bag of precip through the Aleutian. So uh, there's that area of low pressure. It's gonna continue to march off towards the north into the Bering and then eventually uh, southern parts of the Chukchi Sea. And you can see uh, primary impacts across western and southwest Alaska that's gonna continue through the day Uh, into your Thursday as well. Notice from South Central uh, through the interior, even as we head out towards Southeast, things remain fairly quiet for the rest of this week uh, with an increased chance that we'll see some snow showers as we welcome in the start of next week. So for today, we're going to see temperatures steadily drop. Uh, we're in the teens this morning uh, with some locations in the valley sitting with some sub-zero values. Uh, so temperatures across South Central today are going to vary greatly uh, when it comes to uh, those afternoon highs. 30 in Homer, 37 in Kodiak, while Kenai and Saldotna, uh sitting at 15 degrees. We've got mostly sunny skies through Prince William Sound uh, with some increasing clouds tonight. You can see Golcana a high of 10 below. Uh, and then as we head into the valley we've got some areas of freezing fog this is what i'm talking about when it comes to uh, the temperatures that will be uh, greatly uh, differentiated across the uh, south central we've got a high of three in willow eight in talkeetna uh, temperatures in the teens in both wasilla and palmer and then here in anchorage we'll see that high uh, we did see that high right around 20 degrees but temperatures are dropping this morning Uh, we'll be in the mid-teens through the afternoon hours again staying fairly quiet through most of this week Clouds thicken up into the weekend with our incoming snow chance by Sunday. There is the possibility that some parts of South Central, as we welcome in next week, could see some more changes.
2: All right. Thanks, Aaron.
1: The American Red Cross is declaring an emergency over a shortage of
2: supplies. Its medical director saying an additional 8,000 blood donations are needed each week in January just to keep up with current hospital demand.
0: Without an increase in blood donation over the next couple of weeks, There won't be enough blood in hospital blood banks in order to allow doctors to respond to emergencies.
2: Low blood supplies also impact surgeries and people with chronic diseases who require blood and platelet transfusions. The Red Cross is especially
1: in need of platelets and blood from O-type donors. Here in Alaska, the Blood Bank of Alaska is in critical need of O-positive and O negative donations, as well as A-negative and B-negative blood. The uh, Blood Bank website has a detailed list of hours and locations. The mystery illness that has kept Defense
2: Secretary Lloyd Austin out of the loop has been revealed to be prostate cancer. That is according to a statement from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. The hospital says Lloyd's cancer was discovered in early December and he underwent surgery on December 22nd. His recovery is described as
1: uneventful, and he went home the next day. And then on January 1st, Austin was admitted again due to a urinary tract infection, which was a complication of the surgery. The Pentagon did not alert the public, and even President Biden and his cabinet were not aware Austin was hospitalized until he had been there for three days. The hospital says he never lost consciousness or underwent general anesthesia during the second stay. Injecting the
2: Zika virus into neuroblastoma tumors has been shown to shrink them. Research published in Cancer Research Communications shows the Zika virus was effective at killing cancer cells in mice with neuroblastoma, a rare childhood cancer. Zika is a dangerous virus which can cause birth defects, but doctors say it could be one day used as an option for difficult cancers.
1: Well, nearly all people hold babies the same way, and there may be a scientific reason for it. The Norwegian University of Science and Technology looked into why nearly all people hold babies in the crook of their left arm. They say, most likely, the most likely explanation is we naturally want to keep our dominant arm free to do other things, and for most people, their right arm is stronger.
2: You've been listening to the Alaska's News Source podcast. Subscribe to have the latest episodes delivered to your library automatically.